With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. W-T-L. It's time! W-T-L. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W-T-L. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, and D Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, Jabron, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back. <laughs> yes, we are, and we got to talk NFL football. For we got sure. a lot of college football coming our way, uh, and we also got a, a fun event coming up this weekend. Yeah, for sure, Andy. This weekend is going to be awesome. A lot of good football to go, and I can't wait for it. Yep, and we're kind of a previewing, alluding to a live broadcast that we're going to be doing over ESPN Tri-Cities Facebook page. So if you don't already follow, which I'm sure you do, but if you don't, <laughs> go ahead and give them a follow, set yes. that notification so you can tune into the one and only WTL boys uh, pairing up with NBNR. No yeah. block, no rock. No a very, block, no rock. Very popular, fun Husker podcast. Those guys they get after it. They do. They do get after it. Uh, they're a little harder on the Big Red than we are, so it, it's fun to hear those guys talk. We're just asking them to cover. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're asking for the outright <laughs> win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into Thursday night NFL yeah. action here. We got the Detroit Lions for the first time since football was allowed to be played in Detroit. <laughs> they are a favorite in Green Woo! Bay. Wow. Now, this line opened up as Green Bay, a half-point Favorite, yeah, basically yeah. a pick 'em, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's come all the way around uh, with Detroit now being a one and a half, two point favorite, depending where you're looking. Yeah. This is Thursday night, Amazon. It's going to be streaming on Amazon, 715 kickoff. That over under is at 46, and it's been staying around that 46 area uh, ever since this line opened up. Yeah, for sure, Andy. And uh, I'm just going to say with Green Bay, I don't believe they ever deserve to be. Uh, you know, mm. a, a favorite in a game against the Detroit Lions. They are very <laughs> fortunate to escape the win over the Saints. That really shifted uh, yeah, the yeah. game when Derek Carr went out of the game yeah. with that Rashawn Gary sack in the second half. Yeah. Uh, the Packers now have, you know, contend with the Lions that's beaten them three straight times, including the Week 18 triumph last season. So I, I really like the Lions in this position, especially when you don't have to buy much yeah. to get them. If they were, I would take. Uh, the Lions all the way up to three, three and a half on this. I really? really think they're a touchdown favorite in this game. I really like the way Jared Goff has progressed as a quarterback in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. weapons that he has with Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown and Laporta at right. the tight end position yep. really yep. coming in. I really like Detroit here. You do have some offensive weapons starting to emerge, and it, it's if you've been following Detroit, it hasn't happened overnight. Yeah. It's been a process, For like sure. you mentioned. In their last 13 games, they are 11 and 2 against the spread. Yeah. And now you're like you were mentioning there, they're finally getting 
the respect yeah, they probably favorable. deserve. Yep. Even from the sports book, everyone's a little biased, right? They're still Detroit. For sure. Well, uh, maybe <clears throat> maybe not. Maybe they are have turned a corner here. And yes, both teams are 2-1 and one overall records right now. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of feel like Detroit kind of earned their two wins a little bit more than Green Bay did. Well, yeah, they beat the Super Bowl champions, Andy. Uh, we haven't seen anybody else do that this year. Yeah. Uh, they went into KC, really did it on uh, you know that, that first Thursday night game. So yeah. they also, that was another point that I was going to say, they also have uh, experience playing Thursday nights this season already. Yeah, uh, that's true. Jordan Love, very young quarterback. I don't know if he's got the you know, you know, too too well, bright for him at mm. this stage or whatever. But the Lions are rolling. I really like them in this uh, divisional game. Uh, give me the Lions for sure. You know, I I always compare Jordan Love to Trey Lance, and I think I like Love a heck of oh, a lot for more. Sure, that's <laughs> right that's now. the easy one. <laughs> but you're you're speaking of Detroit there, yeah. Uh, and we mentioned the how it the the over under the total is at forty six. Four of Detroit's last five games have hit the under. Yeah, and I think a little bit of that's by design. Their their head coach, he's a character, but he's a defensive guy. He's, he's a grinded out. out guy. Yeah, he's a grinded out guy. So it all makes sense. And it might be conducive for Green Bay to get caught up in that type of game because I don't know who they really can count on. Toure from Nebraska. Samare. Samare, a little Husker shout I've, out I've, there. I've seen him catch a few balls this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, that, that, and that's the other point that I was going to get to with this game, Andy. If this does get to a shootout, I don't believe that the Packers can stay in it. So mm. their only hope is that Detroit kind of backs off, runs their power game, all that kind of stuff. But my prop for this game, Andy, is that I'm sitting here with Jared Goff with one and a half over TD passes, sitting at a minus 110 right now, straight across the board. So I really like that play this week. I think he has probably three or four touchdown passes uh, against this Packers secondary. So I really like Jared Goff this week. I like the Detroit Lions. I'm going to shade away from that over, though. All right. All right. Yeah, if I did have a play on that, it would be the under. For sure. I'm talking about, you know, recent bias and everything else. The yeah. Matrix are spitting at me here. I also, I can't believe it. I like Detroit and Green Bay. It just, it doesn't even sound right. <laughs> it even doesn't though sound right. I know they had some success last year, you know, but, um, and they've been, they've been close yeah. the years before that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but uh, it just still kind of feels weird. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's move on to our Sunday morning game. Yeah. We're going to wake up bright and early. It's over in London at Wembley Stadium. It's on ESPN, the Toy Story game, the Toy Story, <laughs> Toy Story animation game yeah, the, uh, that ESPN, Disney, and all those people uh, got cooking here. Atlanta versus Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville is your three-point favorite. I got yeah. them on a square three right now, that key number of three. Yeah. And a lot of folks take, uh, I think it's kind of a, a lazy take, but maybe there's something to it. Um, with London being Jacksonville's pseudo or second home. Yeah, exactly. The, you know. Jacksonville is the home team in London. Home game 2.0, I, whatever. Yeah, I, I really don't put a lot of stock into that either, Andy, yeah. even though that they have played the most games over there. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing that I do think is an advantage for them uh, against this team is Desmond Ritter probably hasn't played in a game like this before. Trevor Lawrence has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is a bit, you know, I think he's a little bit better leader at this point in his career than Desmond Ritter is. Uh, I guess give me the Jaguars. I don't feel confident in this yeah. play, Andy. Yeah. Uh, I, I would much more lean towards the money line as I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Yeah, I, I like the money line play there if you are on the Jaguars. Um, six of the last seven games they have covered. 
They yeah. have covered six or less. I mean, and I know they're one and two, and they're not off to the start that everybody is. A lot of people are saying they're going to start 3-0. They're going to start 3-0. They're going to start the AFC on fire. AFC South is theirs. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it hasn't played out that way yet. But even with all that being said, they still cover. Yeah. They can still cover. And I'm even hedging it a little bit there, not even going that far, just saying Jaguars with the money line. Yeah. What do you think of that over-under at... 43 and a half is what I'm looking at. Yeah, I think if anything, it's the over is going to hit. I think they're going to be mm. trying to put on a pretty good show for these fans across the pond. Uh, I, I do believe that if the Jaguars want to get back on track, they have to score points, and I think yeah. that's the reason, uh, the way that's going to have to be. Uh, with Atlanta, they got to get those young guys going. They got to get B. John Robinson. They yes. got to get Desmond Ritter going if they want to yeah. score some points. So I, I do think it's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of feeling off process, but I do believe that's that low enough that they hit the over. You know, Atlanta has shown some flashes, and they're the team that's sitting two and one right now, for sure. And people are still dogging them a little bit. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean. And they, they maybe they're getting some uh, reasons. He our past couple of years how the poor bias, they've been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with that line just hanging there at three, it's just kind of asking you to bet. Yeah, uh, on Jacksonville, I feel like when from what we've seen <clears> so far, the body of work in twenty twenty three. Atlanta's probably shown you more than Jacksonville. Yeah, I, no, I agree. They don't Andy. have the all-star quarterback. They don't have the name. I get it. Yeah, I, I agree, Andy. But you also have to see that they're they've played a couple opponents in the NFC South, uh, so that's not a very good body of work. The favorites have won each of the Falcons games in the last ten games. Okay, so they're they do what they're <laughs> supposed to according to yeah. The book. Yeah. So that is the reason I'm majorly favoring mm. the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They played here before. Trevor Lawrence is better Got than it. Desmond Ritter. That's the only way that I'm Got going it. with it. If I had to lean, it'd be on no, the over. I think that's solid. That's a that's a good take, and I think that's what all Cornhusker fans want from their Nebraska Huskers. Just yeah. win the games you're supposed to win. And, and then, we'll, then, yeah. then we'll go from there. But but just please, win the games you're <laughs> almost favored in, right? I agree. I agree. All right, let's move on to a noon <clears throat> kickoff. Yeah. On CBS, we are looking at the high-flying Miami Dolphins heading on up to Buffalo to take on the Bills, where the Bills are still a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I know the Bills slipped up early, but they're back on track. They're 2-1 and now. Miami's 3-0. and Just put a 70-burger on them last week. That was unbelievable. Oh, my god! Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride right back home. 70 points. Let's ride home. Did they even get off the bus? I don't know. They're, they're just I, riding, right? I didn't see them. Oh, my gosh. It was, that was something else. Like, I was watching that game, uh, and then I clicked off of it, and then it didn't matter. You come back yeah. to it, they're just back in the end zone. Anybody that had any Miami Dolphin player in fantasy this week probably won their matchup. Both their running backs, like, yeah. scored 40 points in most fantasy standard leagues. It was, it was Crazy. unreal. Absolutely wild. Tua did great. Tyreek did great. Crazy. You know, they're still second, though, in NFL history for uh, most points scored. You yeah. know who's number one? The Chicago Bears? The Bears. The Bears. And I think it was the 1946 <laughs> championship game. The Bears were making a statement. Boom. I knew it wasn't recently. <laughs> oh, that's what we got to hang our hat on, 85 and 46. <laughs> so, Heck yeah. Love that. Uh, getting back to the here and now. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, that's right there at that two and a half. I think there's a lot of reasons to like Buffalo at home. Yeah. However, you can't forget what you just saw from Miami. How are you looking at this yeah, one? Yeah, Andy, I absolutely love this for the Bills matchup. I think they're probably the best defense the Dolphins have faced this season. Mm. Here is where the Miami uh, teams that they have faced rank in yards per play allowed. Denver, dead last. 
Chargers second to dead last, yeah, yeah. and then New England Patriots are fourth in that category. If you remember that game against the Patriots, the Dolphins just scored twenty four points and do had to survive that Mac Jones late game heroics yep, yep. to win that game. So uh, I really like Buffalo here. I think Miami's going to be riding a little bit high off this seventy point you know honeymoon kind of thing, and mm-hmm. the Bills are here to play defense. They are very good defense, and they got just as good off- and probably not just as good as offense, but I think the best player. On offense, Josh Allen. You know, Buffalo's got a seven-game winning streak right now against Miami. Yeah. Home, away, wherever. They are, they've won the last seven matchups. They're also, for every, you know, you get to be as good as Buffalo or Kansas City. Yeah. And anytime you lose a game, the world's ending, the sky is falling. For all that being said, they are 10-2 and two in the last 12 games. For sure. Nothing's wrong in Buffalo. Nothing's like we, wrong. We, we make things up with Josh Allen. And, yeah, he throws some picks, but he's going for it. Like when that was Brett Favre, he's a gunslinger. He's a yeah. gunslinger. You know, that, that was cool. And now it's something that we pick at uh, when yeah. a guy drops a game. So no, I, I, I like Buffalo here. I, I definitely like Buffalo here, Andy. The real crazy thing that everybody's going to have to look at here is that over-under, Andy, sitting at 53 and a half, too 54. Yeah. I think it's too much. Too many points. That's way, it's way inflated with the 70 points. Yep. I think the Bills' defense is good enough to hold them here. I yep. think it's going to be kind of a grimy game. And let's not forget, let's not crown two of the MVP right right now, folks. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, he, he should, he's a front-runner for a Reason, but the Buffalo Bills are going to slow this down yeah. drastically, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the Bills get away with a win here. They're just a way better defense. For sure. They're a way better defense. And the last five games Buffalo has played in October, we're digging here, Yeah, they have hit the under. So here we go. There it right, is. Right, We're right on the cusp of October. I'm can, on the Bills in the under. We're going to count it. Sure. I will, too. I will, too. Let's do it. You heard the horn. That means we're up against it. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That is Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by... Gibran. Ooh, the <laughs> Parley Pounder. You got it. <laughs> and you had a couple player props last segment. Are you going to have a parlay here or we're going to save it till the end? We got to save it, Andy. We're save it, it hit last week. Mm-hmm. I, I said it in the fourth segment. We go. We're going to do it again. It's going to hit again. I feel that. That sounds good. For I, sure. I like that. I like that. So uh, we're talking a little NFL. Now we're going to dive right back into college yeah. football. And we're starting under the Friday night lights. It's not just for high school anymore. Yeah. It's for the Pac-12, or what's still left of the (laughs) Pac-12 here for a year or so. The number 10th ranked team, Utah Utes, are 4-0. Yeah. And they're heading up to play Oregon State. The Beavers, what is that, Corvallis? They're going to Corvallis, Corvallis. Oregon, to take on the Beavers, who are 3-1. They, too, are ranked 19th in the nation. Oregon State, a a 3.5-point favorite? Am I reading that right? Yeah, that is is the way it is, Andy. And the reason that is the way it is. The status of the Utah star quarterback that got hurt last year, mm-hmm. Cameron mm-hmm. Rising, his you know his status is still up in the air yeah. as he recovers from that knee injury. The good thing for Utes fans is he suited up last week against UCLA, but did not see action. A lot of people are saying they marked this mm-hmm. on their calendar for yeah. the return game. So that could be a very big uptick in the Utah's uh, 
not just you know passing attack, but he's a very good runner on the ground as well, Andy. So uh, I really like Utah in this game, not just because of that, but I believe their defense just plays really lights out. Yeah, and uh, yeah. if they can s- slow down Oregon State's running game because they came in, uh, you know, with. You know, five touchdowns with their new quarterback against mm-hmm. San Jose State, but he really digressed in games where you know it was very apparent that he's playing better competition. So if they can right. stop Damian Martinez for Oregon State, who is their all-out lethal rushing attack running back, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Utes really got this one. So I, I think the points are too. It's just too good of a. Uh, a line to pass up for the Utes when they're getting three points. Yeah, especially when you got that hook at three and a half is what I'm looking at yeah, on, exactly. a, on a lot yep. of books here. Exactly. Uh, and you know, let's not forget, Utah has kind of owned Oregon State. For sure. Uh, I think they've won six of the last seven. Yeah, six of the last seven games straight up have gone the way of the Utes. This, once again, is a Friday night kickoff, yeah. at 8 o'clock on FS1. A total is at 44 and a half. And believe it or not, a lot of times that under hits yeah. with Utah Yeah, when Utah's for, playing. For sure, Andy. Both teams like to run the ball and rely on their defense, yeah. so I believe the 44-and-a-half is very intriguing. So I, I really like the under here, and uh, I'm all Utes this weekend. All Utes. I, I'm going under. I think under is the best bet when you look yeah. at both these teams. You mentioned running the ball, the new uh, clock rules in college football. For sure. Uh, and I think Utah, being on the road, they're more than happy to go ahead and shorten the game and no sneak out there with the win, especially being an, an I don't want to say an unlikely underdog, but they're not accustomed to being an underdog to the Beavers. Like, let's just call it what it is. Utah's been so good last few years. Exactly. And they, they don't care what the spread is or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. They're there to win the game, Andy. Yep. Uh, and I believe their rushing attack in their front seven is going to do that for them. Yeah. And so that's that's a pretty good money line then to look at if you're looking for a no parlay, doubt. building your parlay, uh, Utah on the road. No doubt. Should we get on to a Saturday matchup? Let's get to – is it prime time? It's prime time. <laughs> And oh boy, there's a little bit of chatter caught up with them uh, <laughs> last week. And uh, according to the odds makers, yep. it's going to be more of the same this week. USC is coming to town, <clears throat> heading on over to Boulder. The 4 0 Trojans taking on the 3 1 Buffalo. And Colorado is over a 3 touchdown underdog. 21 and a half is what I'm looking at for this 11 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Big noon kickoff on Fox once again with another inflated huge total here at 73 and a half. <laughs> Have we not learned anything? Yeah. When you put a defense on the field that are in an offense, a capable offense that doesn't turn it over every uh, second possession, yeah, it's pretty tough to hit that over. It, re- it really is, Andy. And then, you know, looking back at that spread, although, the, you know, 21 and a half points might look like a cushion, but again, they're playing the best player yeah. in Returning college football. Heisman. Caleb Williams. Yep. And the inconsistency on the Buffalo's offensive line is a major red flag for me, Andy. Mm-hmm. USC's defense is sporting the 11th highest sack rate in the nation. Yikes. These guys get after the quarterback, and with that offensive yeah. line banged up for the Colorado Buffaloes, I really think it's going to be a lot of the same that we saw from Oregon. I yeah. like the spread towards USC. You know, even in that TCU game, first game of the year, and give Colorado a lot of credit, going on yeah. the road, knocking that team off. We didn't know how good or bad TCU was going to be, but they still went in there and did it. For sure. And they did it with some flash and they some did. flair. Uh, but even TCU showed some holes in that offensive line. No doubt. And how they could be attacked. And I thought Nebraska, if they could have just held up their 
end of the bargain on the offensive side, they would have had a chance. But that Nebraska defense did a pretty darn good job for three and a half quarters. They were able to hang in there. And I think you're going to see more of the same, as you saw from Oregon last week, from that USC. They always got a great defensive line. They They always got a couple pass rushers going to the league, it seems like, year in and year out. And they are just licking their chops, uh, ready to get after Shador. They're thinking, oh, I hope, I wish we were at home so they could just go and stomp on our logo in the middle of the field. Just go for it, guys. Yeah, just go for it. (laughs) No, in USC, they have a really steady uh, offensive line as well, Andy, that's really going to give you know ample time to Williams in the pocket yeah, and yeah, also yeah. create running lanes for these good backs and Marshawn Lloyd and Austin Jones from USC. So they got so many weapons. They got a lot more than Colorado does at this point, and their lines on both sides of the ball is just yeah. that much better. Give me them by 21 and a half. That over probably does hit, though. It, it you know, it does feel <laughs> like like they're trying to bait me into going over. And uh, when I make these picks on our show, and I'm saying over, I've been burned. Just about yeah, no time. doubt. But look at look at these USC scores. Arizona State they put a 42 on them. Uh, Stanford 56 on Stanford, 66 the following week against Nevada. Yeah, and then their opening game they scored 56 against SJST. I know it's a little uh, not as good as competition. Stanford's down, but still they're they are piling on the points against the opponent that's in front of them. <laughs> I really think the over is the play here, Andy. Wow. Of course, if both teams aren't efficient in the red zone, the game could fall to the under. But I, I think Williams is going to try and one-up Bo Nix's performance against primetime. So I really think that Caleb Williams is going to make this a statement game in his Ooh. Heisman campaign. Uh, USC wins 51-27. You know, if he ones up them, that means they're going to score 49 points to 6. Yeah. Colorado only scored six points last week. <laughs> they only score. scored six That's points. That's the worst they're going to be. Didn't you hear primetime? <laughs> you better get us now. You better, better get, get us now. now. All right. I've never heard that before. Better get us now. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go. Oh, man. Nebraska fans getting it from all angles. They here. are. All righty. Let's move on to our uh, night game. One of yeah. our, our first night games or second wave of games here. A really fun mm-hmm. early season. A couple of ranked teams out of the SEC. <laughs> Three and one, LSU Tigers are heading on over to take on the Rebels of Ole Miss, who are also three and one. Ole Miss is still ranked at twentieth. LSU thirteenth yep. in the nation, and we know LSU. They lost a really good to a really good Florida State team for sure. They did, Andy. And uh, the way I'm looking at this, Andy, I just. Is Vegas seeing something that I'm not? This line has moved from one and a half uh, LSU opening line as being a favorite. Now it's all the way up to two and a half. Yeah. I'm honestly stunned how small the line is. I really think, uh, you know, LSU should be about a six and a half point favorite in this game. It's making me wonder if they see something I do. LSU had its share of struggles against Arkansas, but the offensive. The offense was explosive, and that's all I think they need in this game. Ole Miss couldn't get anything going against Arkansas. Alabama offensively, and though mm-hmm. LSU is a better matchup, I don't trust the Rebels, you know, defense yeah. very much, especially against a team like LSU. Let's Give me LSU to cover before this. I think it's going to move up. So if you can get this at two and a half, three, do it because uh, I think this is going to move uh, closer to a touchdown before Saturday. Yeah, except for their cupcake game, you know, the first game of the, against Mercy or some Mercury or somebody. Right. Uh, they've been giving up a lot of points. No doubt. Uh, 20, 23, 24 uh, four points uh, to Alabama. You know, that's not a lot. Yeah. 
um, but you're still giving up over three scores a game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, Andy. And I do believe that LSU's offense is better than Alabama. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at least on the offensive side of the ball. So no, I got this predicted at a 38 to 27 win for LSU. Uh, yeah, I, I believe the over is going in LSU by two and a half. I believe is one of my best plays for the weekend. I believe it's free money. The total has gone out of the last nine times that these two teams have squared off. Um, and and I didn't want to get into those history metrics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the last segment there with Colorado because you throw everything out the window from <laughs> last year's team to this. It team. is tough. Um, but this is one that you can kind of lean on a little bit more. Last yeah. six times that LSU has played uh, Mississippi, six of the nine they have hit that over. Yeah, for so sure. Offenses come out in these rivalry games. Yeah, these te- SEC. Yeah, games. these teams are wanting to score points. Uh, obviously LSU, and I believe this is one of the more explosive offenses. Yeah. Not in only the SEC but all of college football. So I'm still on the Tigers. I think LSU is still a very good football team, and this is a big statement game for them. I think they come out, kind of blow the lid off them, and uh, you know, get a double-digit victory. You know that first game of the season against <clears throat> Florida State. Yeah. You know uh, that that's tricky, right? The a revenge first game, game as yep, well. Yep. And and everyone remembers that Florida State beat the snot of them, and they did. They scored forty-five points on LSU, but LSU still scored twenty-four themselves. For sure. They had four scoring drives in that game, so uh, that alone might be enough to knock off Ole Miss here. I, I really believe it is, and I believe that they're going to score a lot more than that because I got the sixty-three and a half, Ooh. and I believe that's going over as well. <laughs> so expect. Expect LSU to score quickly and often. All righty. All righty. Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. Yeah. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. <laughs> the Parley Pounder. You got it. We're back Ooh, again. Yes, we are. And we are talking more college football. Got it. Picks upon picks upon picks. <laughs> and we got the banger that everybody's talking about. Yeah. I mean, uh, we got we got a little bit of a ranked team from the Big Ten coming on over from the Big House to play in our Big House at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. But we got to start somewhere else first. Okay. A couple of ranked teams here. A couple yeah. of unbeaten teams here out of the Big 12. The Jayhawks are ranked 24th in the nation, but they're still big underdogs, 16 and a half points to the third-ranked team in the nation, that being the Texas Longhorns. That's a 230 kick on ESPN. <clears throat> 61 and a half. You got the hook there is your total. Yeah, Andy. Uh, Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers, uh, you know, remains perfect on the season with nine touchdowns and zero interceptions. Mm. Uh, the true sophomore has shown excellent improvements from last season. I think he's yep. a serious uh, threat throwing the deep ball this year. Oh, he looks yeah. freaking yeah. really great. Uh, they have one of the nation's most dynam- dan- dynamic tight ends uh, in Sanders, and then their wide receiver room with uh, Xavier Worthy, uh, just a really great passing threat yeah. for him. So I believe their offense is <laughs> one of the best in the nation, yeah. and they've showed that this yeah. year already. Yeah. Uh, 
concerning with this game, I mean, I think everybody remembers uh, Kansas went into Texas two years ago. Oh yeah, and you know yep. uh, pulled off a you know monumental upset for the Jayhawks. That was La- Leipold's first <clears throat> signature win. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, I'd love to you know sit here and say that history is going to repeat itself. This is a totally different Texas team. Yeah, Texas is number three in the nation for a reason. Yeah, uh, I think they get out fast here. I think they get up early yep. and fast. I do believe that maybe Kansas can cover in the back end of this game after Texas has taken their yeah. you know foot off the uh, gas a little bit. But I'm not betting on it. Yeah. Uh, I think the over is the only play here, Andy. Uh, over 64 points is that's what a, I'm seeing. And that, that's a that's a big that's a big number. 64. It is. It's, it's, uh, the line's in at 61 and a half. And you know, uh, usually at this point in the season, Texas is three and one, yeah, or, yeah. or something like that. And I say, well, who have they beaten? Who have they beaten? You can't say that. Can't this say year. that now. They knocked off Alabama. They took care of business. They are scoring a lot of points. Uh, uh, the quarterback you mentioned there, yeah, Quinn. Uh, he responded to all the Archie Manning sure. jazz. Yep. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is my, my team, team now. Yep. You, uh, you can be the future. I'm right yep. now. And I thought he gave a really good heartfelt speech in the postgame or pregame throughout the week. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking about his faith and this and that, and he's playing for a higher purpose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he believes it, and that's <laughs> that's a dangerous thing when you got a guy that believes in himself. Uh, and for how good Kansas has been, yeah. they're 4-0, and, they've been, and you, you could see the improvements yeah, for you know, sure. starting three years ago. With all that being said, they're still only two and six against their spread. Yeah, the last eight games, they're still not covering, even though they're winning these games. They're winning a lot. They're four and zero. They're still not covering. And how can you expect them to go to Texas and cover? And also, you mentioned the upset a couple years ago. Yeah, Texas hasn't forgotten that. Oh, for sure not, Andy. And they're still trying. You know, and they're really excited. Uh, Texas is really excited that yeah. Kansas is ranked. Oh that, yeah, that's great for Texas. Yeah, put a put another notch in the belt. Ranked opponent. Yep. Uh, they're ready for this game, and they're going to smoke them. I do believe yeah. they're going to smoke them. I don't know if they can cover seventeen points. More than likely, they will. Yeah. But I really like the over. Yeah, if I had to bet it, I, I'm saying Texas is going to cover this. They can win by three scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're giving you that 17. I mean, it's like they're trying to usher you they in. They are. <laughs> they're trying to. Into that a little bit there, give, giving you the hook there. No doubt. Um, but that you, you made a great point there about as far as Kansas being ranked. Yeah. And Texas trying to make the playoffs. For sure. They need all these wins. Uh, everything is kind of tilting towards the old Longhorns on this one. No doubt. Unfortunately for the Jayhawks here. I like it as well. All right, let's move on to a night game. 6.30 kickoff on ABC. That is Notre Dame. Can they get over a hangover? Can they can they heal their, lick their yeah. wounds here? Because they've got another ranked opponent in Duke. 17th ranked Duke. Uh, but Notre Dame's still a five-and-a-half-point favorite going on the road here after a, a kind of a stunning loss there. I mean, it's not a surprising loss. Yeah. Just in how it unfolded, unfolded at home. Just kind of a weird one. No bad calls, this and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brady Quinn, the former uh, Notre Dame quarterback. For sure. Now analyst. Big team, uh, yep. Saw him on CBS Sportsline uh, earlier yesterday. <laughs> and he got on and he straight up said, don't blame this on the refs. There, yeah. was, there was a few moments throughout that game where Notre Dame could have won it. No doubt. But they didn't. They let it slip. Uh, and, and it played out the way it played out. I agree. I mean, that's all, that's all you can say. I mean, and, and they can't sit there and think like, oh, this is the end of the world. This is a whole... Ohio State we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. This is one of the best teams in the nation that they lost to in a very, very hard-fought, tough mm-hmm. game. Uh, that being said, Andy, is there going to be a little bit of a hangover? I know a lot of people are saying that. Mm-hmm. I think they're more hungry than ever. Ooh. I think they are chomping at the bit to get 
onto this Duke team that thinks they're good. I still do not believe in the Duke Blue Devils, even though they're 4-0. I believe this is monumentally out of line here, Andy. I believe that Notre Dame should be over a touchdown favorite, probably mm. more uh, you know, seven to seven and a half point favorites than at the five and a half, four and a half people seem at now. Uh, I really like Notre Dame in this one just to blow the wheels off Duke. Well, I'm getting vibes of the Texas-Kansas matchup with you where you're saying it's uh, Notre Dame's looking at this like, oh, wow, we already got another ranked opponent that we know we can beat. We feel really good about beating. For sure. So they're going to pour some gas on this, right? All yeah, gas I think all so. the time. Uh, and, and you wouldn't be surprised if Duke did bounce back. Or not Duke, but Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. And really took care of business here, even though it's on the road. It is. And Duke, like you said, give them, their, give them credit. Yeah, they're 4-0. Four, um, and Notre Dame still ranked 11th in the nation, so it's still all out in front of Notre Dame. Yeah. You know, don't they got USC at the end of the For year? For sure. They like, still got chances to, yep. and, and, and this win right here is a good stepping stone yep. into that USC game. Yeah. So I really like uh, Notre Dame to cover here. I really like him to win here. Uh, one thing I would look at, Andy, is a little bit of that under, that under juice. 52? 52 and a half is where mm-hmm. I'm seeing it, Andy. Uh, both of these teams rank outside the top 100 in terms of plays per game. That means yeah. they slow the ball yep. down. I believe that they're putting a little bit too much faith in the Notre Dame passing attack and you know uh, mm-hmm. the the Duke uh, able to score here yeah. with this fifty two and a half inflated line. Yeah. I really think the uh, the under is a, is a good play here. That was a well coached game against Ohio State last week for sure, game, and that was by design how heavy they were on the run. And it's one of their strong suits. It is. It, it all made sense, and it was very close to pulling it off uh, a couple times in the fourth quarter, even the third quarter. You felt like okay, Notre Dame got this. They of got course, this. but Ohio State they. Yeah. Do they have the luck of the Irish? Is it a reverse luck of the, the Irish? The luck of the devil. The, the <laughs> Blue devil. <laughs> yeah, take that, Lou Holtz. I'm yeah. going to yell at you, too. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, let's head on to the main event. Then. Let's do it! I mean, this is the game. This, this is, is the game it. everybody's been talking Here about. Here we go. Uh, I, I think we we got uh, old Will Compton's coming to town yeah, with old do. Taylor Luan. We got the Bussin' Boys. Bussin' with the boys doing a show, I believe that's Friday night, tomorrow yeah. night. And then you also got the the college football show. Yeah, you got the Barstool Bar- College Football Show, Portnoy, Big Cat, mm-hmm. Brandon Walker, Casey Smith. They're all going to be there. So that's a really cool thing uh, to bring into Lincoln on Saturday. So even though we're not doing great, uh, people do respect, uh, you know, Nebraska's still showing out. Nothing moves the needle like the Husker. That's true. Even though we're sitting at two and two. And, <laughs> you know, Barstool, they, they do a lot of good things, a lot of fun things. Yeah. But they're going to have to take a back seat Saturday morning yeah, as well. they are. Because we got a show going on. No doubt about it. It's going to be a live broadcast. It's going to be streamed over multiple channels. We're going to have it live for you guys starting at 10 a.m. on ESPN Tri-City Radios. It's going to be on the live stream on the Facebook page. So if you don't follow ESPN Tri-Cities, yeah. On Facebook, get on there, set the notifications, give us a follow, give the channel a follow, and we're going to be bright up and early with you guys. And we also got NBNR, No Block, No Rock. Yes. We're going to have a Husker podcast. We also have a lot of really good guests. Corn Craze, Connor Hayes. Connor Hayes. going to be swinging by. We also got Blue by 90, the most popular podcast out of Michigan that follows Michigan football. Yeah, we're going to be able to get a little insight into the Wolverine action as well. So it's not going to be just, you know, people thinking the Huskers are great and stuff. we got a lot of good guests coming on that are very knowledgeable about football. Uh, And, you know... Like we do every Saturday, we're going to be running down through the games, everything that you guys yep. are going to want to see, where the lines are, all yep. that kind of stuff, and which way to bet. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
uh, please tune in. And if you're around, they can, can't they swing by? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're we're in the lot right in front of uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena. Uh, we will have the uh, we will have the location posted on our socials. So make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, NBNR on Facebook, all that good stuff. We will post the location. Uh, yeah, come in, uh, have a drink, and you know. Win some money. There we go. Love it. Uh, yeah, and NBNR, they'll have it over their YouTube channel and their Twitter channel yeah. as well, or X. X going to give it to you. X gone. All right, well, let's get into this point spread here, though. Yeah. Nebraska, 17-point dog at home. 2.30 kickoff on Fox. 39 is your total. <clears throat> uh, I think that total makes a lot of sense. You, yeah. you People think of Michigan like, oh, man, they got they got a great offense, two running backs, all yeah. this stuff. Um, but I don't know. This season, they're 4-0. I get it. But when I watch Michigan, I feel like I want more. Yeah, for sure, Andy. And uh, I believe that's kind of how Jim Harbaugh does it. He doesn't yeah. care. He doesn't yeah. He doesn't need to beat a team by 40 to feel like his team's playing good football. Mm-hmm. You saw mm-hmm. the same thing with the San Francisco 49ers when yeah, they yeah. were a good team, a powerhouse in the NFC all those mm-hmm. times. He would get up and with the running game, which is exactly what Michigan does, yeah. rely on their front seven on defense and really drag games out yeah. and Sit win, on the by, ball. win by 14, win yeah. by 17. That's the way that they do it. Now... They have not played anybody to the caliber of the Nebraska Cornhuskers defense to this point this season. Yeah. Should they be scared? I don't know. Uh, I, I, this is the best rushing defense they've played the entire season so far. Well, by, it's by the best ways. rushing defense in the entire FBS, Andy. There so, you go. There you go. No, uh, I, I believe that we will give them a couple scares in the first half, mm-hmm. Andy. Uh, I think our running with the quarterback is going to throw them for a loop a couple yeah. times yeah. here. I think we get up on them a little bit, uh, you know, by three or seven in the first quarter, and then I think they kind of turn on the Jets, uh, figure out what we're doing offensively, and then, uh, you know, kind of pound us in the ground with their rushing game. So mm. I, I do believe that Michigan wins this game. I got the Cornhuskers covering the 17 points. I'm going to I'm gonna save my pick for win or loss for our show, Yeah, for our live broadcast. But Nebraska's covering this. Yeah. They are covering this by a landslide. Michigan, for as good as they've been, uh, they have not covered their last five games. <clears throat> they are 0-4 against the spread their last four games. Yeah. 0-4-1, last five games against the spread. And Nebraska, you mentioned the rush defense. Michigan's going to want to run the ball yeah. on the road. All those things. they got those two great running backs. They, they do. They feel like they need to run the ball. Harbaugh is going to try and make a statement. And I think the Huskers are up to the task. Yeah, I, I really do. I think they're yeah. starting to believe in what Coach Rule is trying to get across to these guys. Yeah, I, I do too, Andy. And I, I believe we are going to be able to slow the game down with our rushing attack as well. I think Anthony Grant is going to be ready. Harbaugh is going to be good on our side of the uh our side of the ball running the ball. If we cannot if we can just complete a couple passes to our tight ends and Billy Kemp, I believe to move the chains, we are going to be there at the end of this game. I don't believe that we'll yeah. win, but we are going to be there covering that 17. I do believe that over under is sitting right where it needs to be though. Yeah, yeah, I might fade that that total cuz I <laughs> it's just a, it's pretty tricky it's right a tough there one. at 39, but plus 17 Huskers can get me there. Let's go. Let's take them in to recognize one of our fabulous partners and it's the Nebraska Brewing Company. They're going to be on hand as well yes, at, they at the will. tailgate pregame show. We have been enjoying the Cold Beer Cream Ale. That's right. That's the name of it. So cold good. Beer. It kind of gives you instructions right there in the label. It's a Cold Beer Cream Ale. And it is delicious. It is. World class in every glass. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. 
back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron. The Paw. Hey, <laughs> Hounder. You got it. You got it. Jabron, how are we feeling? Good. It's about it's the last segment. It's yep. about parlay time, so you know yes. I'm ready to go. You're amped up. Yeah, we got to finish strong. <laughs> we always do. We do. But before we look further ahead, should we take a look back at Let's a do hit it. and a miss that we had last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had Jeremy Odom on last week. One of the best. Terrific guest. Uh, he was talking about his show at the Funny Bone coming up November thirtieth. Yeah. Um, if you didn't follow him on socials, do it. Uh, just Jeremy at Omaha is a Twitter handle there, and he also has a podcast himself coming out for sure. Uh, a couple episodes that are pretty entertaining, pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he is also a sports writer. That's how we got in touch with him. No doubt for the Right Way Sports Network, and we all agreed. Yeah. We all agreed on a certain player prop to get us started on Thursday night last week. <laughs> the 49ers versus yeah. the New York Giants. 49ers were heavy favorites. For sure. But we all kind of focused in on uh, a player prop, and that was McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey to have over 84 yards rushing. I think he was averaging like 132, yeah. 126 <laughs> yards per game, and we're all thinking, oh, yeah, he's the, got this he's, in the bag. For sure he's got it in the bag. Uh, yeah, was, uh, the line was at 84 and a half, and he hit 85 on the dot, so the overhead so we can uh, it's a little bit of a sweat but we did it we all felt pretty good yeah uh, coming out of Thursday night started no with that player prop cash <laughs> uh, but then of course we had a miss that we got to talk about yeah for sure we all felt pretty confident about the over smacking Saturday afternoon Colorado taking on Oregon it was set at 70 we thought Either one of these teams could score 70 themselves yeah. from what we've seen from these two teams. That did not happen. The total was only 48 because the ending score was 42-6. to six. Oregon just took the Buffalo behind the woodshed. It, it was just a weird game, Andy. And, uh, yeah, uh, Colorado didn't score until the fourth quarter, which really Ouch. put a lockdown on the game, yeah. really made it feel like a slow game altogether. So, yeah. no, we are wrong on that. We just thought that, you know, Colorado showed enough that they could score on this defense. Obviously, no. they couldn't. No, and that's why we talked about them a couple moments ago with <laughs> yeah. USC. They're going to have their hands full with the Trojans For coming sure. to town as well. So there's your hits and misses. Let's dive into the NFL slate that we got in front of us here. The Patriots are taking on the Dallas Cowboys yeah. on Fox. Uh, that is a three twenty-five kickoff. Big D. They are the favorite six and a half here. They are two and one, but yeah. it seems like people love to throw shade at Dallas. I know they had a <laughs> an offbeat loss they last did. week. Okay, they did. But I'm not ready to ship it in on Dallas. Uh, they aren't even a full touchdown favorite here to New England. And New England, I know they beat the Jets last week. Yeah, by five. But I don't know if I'm buying the Patriots yet. How do you measure this one up? <laughs> I mean, I think this is a very good bounce back spot for the Cowboys defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite last week's result, like you said, remains one of the most talented groups in the NFL. I yeah. think the Cowboys will get the stops and potentially get a few turnovers against this New England offense. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the Cowboys have uh, legitimate concerns on the offensive side of the football, but I also lean with the under here, Andy, as well. But mm. I am expecting the Cowboys defense to be the big difference in this and pave the way to a cover for the Cow- for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the under the over-under sitting there at 43. I think Dallas is a good get-right game, and you knew it was going to happen. As soon as Dallas was going to stub their toe, everyone was going to jump out and say, see, you shouldn't have traded Zeke. What are you talking about? (laughs) Tony Pollard has been 
your bell cow back yeah. the last two or three seasons anyway, and he's off to a great start. I know because he's on my fantasy. Everybody wants to hear about other people's fantasy teams. Yeah, they do. Pollard's off to a great start. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, <clears> like you said, a prime spot for the Dallas Cowboys to get right, beat a kind of a known team, a name brand team, yeah. even if New England's not what they used to be. Well, Zeke's revenge game as well for the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> so, no, uh, I'm just joking with uh, that. I'm on the Cowboys by six and a half, and I'm on that under. All righty. I, I, I think I can get on board with that. I haven't really looked into the over-under yet. 43, that's probably right on the nose. All right, let's look at our second game here. <laughs> yeah. The Kansas Woo! City Chiefs. They picked up, I think it was something ridiculous, like, oh, I don't know, 272 million followers <laughs> on, on Twitter. <laughs> they picked up one big fan and then a whole yeah. bunch of other ones. So, yes, uh, everybody was talking about that over the weekend. You just couldn't get away from it. Any any television Crazy. show, any, any sports broadcast, they were just clipping right to Taylor Swift, sitting next to Travis Kelsey's mom. Hopefully it's not that big Cutting of a distraction. Up. For the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't think it, I don't think it will be just because these guys are kind of fun in their own right mind with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, kind yeah. of uh, you know used to the spotlight and all that kind of stuff. The nine and a half point favorite, I believe, is right where it should be. I do believe that the the uh, Chiefs are going to win this by multiple touchdowns, just because the Jets cannot get in the end zone, and I don't think that's going to start here on a, you know a primetime game in front of everybody where Zach Wilson seems to yeah. not be able to move. This this offense. This game will be in the Meadowlands out there in New Jersey, and this is an NBC yeah. Sunday night game, kickoff at uh, 7 p.m. And yeah, I just uh, uh, I bookmarked this because I wanted to do, see this. So Travis Kelsey had seven catches for 69 yards. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. <laughs> Gained 300,000 social media followers yeah. from the start of the game to the end of the game. <laughs> uh, NFL merchandise sales jumped by 400% <laughs> that one day. Jeez. And it also prompted Travis Kelsey to be a top five selling, I would figure to be the number one selling NFL yeah. jersey. And that was just in one day of work in the, the old Swifties. Yeah. The old Swifties The Swifties will be in full force, even if they're <laughs> against him or for him. I think it's good for uh, for Travis Kelsey in the yeah. long run. So uh, I just think the Chiefs are a much bigger threat to drop a big score on the Jets, and it will be no surprise if it looked more yeah. like a New York's 20-point loss uh, yeah. from the Cowboys yeah. in Week 2. So I really think uh, the Chiefs cover here. I think it's a you know kind of a lockup in this. Yeah. I-, I just don't believe the Jets can score. I mean, I'm looking at 24-3. If I had to pick a score right now, that's what I'm thinking. 24-3, exactly. and if that's my mindset, I'm thinking this – Line should be closer to 14, not 9.5. For sure. So give me Kansas City those points. I, I'll lay those points. The over-under, I'm, I'm, you know, with what I just thought there, I'm saying under. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little torn on that as well, Andy. I do believe that, you know, Andy Reid's not one to shove it in people's faces either. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe that the Chiefs, you know, score 28 to 35 points here, but yeah. don't really step on it. I just don't believe in the New York Jets team able to score. And Zach Wilson, I mean, a lot of times when people are piling on a guy, I, I try to go to bat for him. Yeah. It's kind of tough. It's tough to do that with it, Zach. Well, and it's really it's really hard as a quarterback like this to get in a slump like this, and it's very hard to play out of it against very good teams. Yeah. And guess who's yeah. coming to town? The Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. And they're getting their defensive players back. They're getting them healthy. The pass rush is much improved from the first game of the year till now. It's going to be tough sledding in the Meadowlands. It is. All right, let's move to the Monday night game here. Move to a game. 
but not stay the, the game. <laughs> stay, in, stay in the stadium. So, but but it goes from Sunday night to Monday night. Yeah. So they're going to have enough time to turn it from green to blue. Seattle Seahawks <laughs> are going to be taking on the New York Giants. Yeah. The Giants are a one-point favorite here. Yeah. Now, this is interesting because this line opened up with them being a point-and-a-half dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what happened? What am I missing here? What happened uh, in the last two and a half, three days where New York flips it, not only from being a point and a half underdog, but now they're a one point, one and a half point, where, depends on where you're looking. Yeah. Favorite. What's going on here? I, I mean, I, I think it has to be the injury concerns with Saquon Barkley in their left tackle, Andrew Thomas. Uh, and another notable offensive lineman, uh, Ben Brenderson. So uh, <laughs> they're going to do some shuffling up front. They're going to have to. They're going to have to, Andy. Uh, the reason I really think that you know it, it comes from you know the Seahawks being favored to the Giants being favored is it's just at home. Seahawks mm. have to travel all the way across the nation to get to New York mm-hmm. Monday night primetime game. I do believe the Giants really do grind this out with even if they have Saquon or Matt Burita behind there I think they really grind this out Daniel Jones has shown that he can pick up first downs Mm -hmm. Uh, I I do like the Giants at home here especially in a tight game 47 and a half is your total are you uh, kind of feeling the under on that one I am feeling the under Andy yeah 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 it, it just—I I think it's the only way to go with these two teams. Uh, Gino has shown that he can put up some points, but I just believe that this is going to be one of those games that's really tightly mm-hmm. contested. You know, ten to th- seven going yeah. into the fourth quarter kind of game. So I, I, yeah. I have the under here. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, and Seattle is—you know—four out of the last five times they squared off with the Giants, they've been able to cover. Yeah. They've been able to cover the spread. Maybe not win outright, but they've been able to cover the very narrow margin of error here. Because yeah, I don't sure. think you can lose by under a point. No. <laughs> you, you cannot do that, Andy. I, and I just really do believe this comes down to a field goal yeah. late in the game. Graham Gano, probably 50-plus, uh, one of the best kickers in the game. Your classic toss-up game here. If you're like the Giants, if you feel you have an edge with the Seahawks, yeah. I'm not going to throw shade at you either way. All right, Mr. Parlay. Pounder, do you have a parlay play for the people? So we hit last week, $25 to win 142. We're doing the same thing this week, a three-teamer. We talked about it earlier, LSU 2.5 over Mississippi. I believe it's the lock of the week, minus 2.5 at a minus 110 bet. Lock it up. Uh, I got Pittsburgh Steelers going into Houston, money line at minus 140. I just believe that they are a very much better team than Houston is. That's very good value there. And then I'm rounding it out with the Kansas City Chiefs to mm. wrap it up for me on Sunday night with the New York Giants, minus 9.5 at a minus 110 bet, putting $25 on this to win 131. I like it. Very similar. And that's the New York Jets. Kansas City didn't knock off the Jets. Yes. Right, right. You're not uh, mixing those around on Yep, me. nope. Sunday got, night, Monday night. Yep, LSU by 2.5, Pittsburgh Steelers money line, Kansas City Chiefs by 9.5 over the Jets. Awesome. Love it. We <laughs> cashed last week for you, the Parlay Pounder, doing his thing. Let's do it again. Smacking those parlays. That's what you do. <laughs> All right, that'll about do it for us this week, folks. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-City Radio and their Facebook page. We mentioned it earlier. If you haven't subscribed or followed the, that Facebook handle, yeah. do so because we have a special pregame live show coming to you from Memorial Stadium at our tailgate. We're going to be pairing up with NBNR, the No Block, No Rock podcast. Going to have a lot of great guests. I think we might even have a former black shirt Ooh, uh, joining the little, pod. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Connor Hayden of Corn Craze. We've had him on our show before. Yeah. So we got guests lined up and down, and it's going to be much like the Illinois game of last year's yes. in layout. 
Uh, we're planning on kicking off at 10 a.m. Follow that uh, Facebook page there on ESPN Tri-City Radios. Set the notifications and tune in because it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a lot of fun, Andy. Like we said, we're going to run up and down the college football slate happening yeah. that morning, that afternoon. All the good games, all that stuff. Yeah. Give our predictions for the Huskers versus the Michigan Wolverines. And it's just not Nebraska people. we got yeah. some Wolverines that we're going to go. heckle a little bit on this as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in to ESPN Tri-Cities Facebook page. Good point. We do have some analysts from <laughs> Big Blue coming on over <laughs> to give us their thoughts as well. And if you haven't already, please follow us on our YouTube channel. That is, continues to grow and yes. grow. 2.1 thousand followers. Thank you so much, you guys out there. And also, our the TikTokers. You got the TikTok oh, handle yeah. there, giving out those daily free you picks. For Joe Braun, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL. 